This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A bill that prohibits the state of Alabama from contracting with businesses that utilize ESG policies has now passed out of the Senate committee, despite some opposition coming from within the state legislature and large companies here in the state. The bill is being sponsored by State Senator Dan Roberts. Fellow State Senator Chris Elliott is supporting Roberts' bill, and he talked about its purpose with 1819 Executive Editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. It is one of the widest, broadest ESG uh, uh, pieces of legislation in the country, and I think it's going to provide real protection to Alabama investors uh, to make sure that we are, our, our folks and our investments are focused on making money and not focused on promoting woke ideologies. Another bill has recently been filed into the legislative session that would create mandatory audits within counties following elections. HB 457 would require that paper ballots be hand-counted to make sure that the results are correct as compared to the election machine printout tally that is submitted on Election Day to the county probate judge. State Representative Debbie Wood is sponsoring the bill and says that the bill ensures that at least 20% of polling places in a county have a manual audit conducted. Those polling places would be selected through a randomized process. Wood is sponsoring the bill because she recently won a race by only seven votes, so she is convinced that every vote counts and therefore must be accurate and a legitimate vote. Lee County poll watcher Angela Shepard has been instrumental in making various state lawmakers aware of the need for an accountability measure when it comes to the ESNS election machines. That is because Shepard was one of the persons who submitted fake ballots during machine testing in Lee County and was able to get those ballots to not only be accepted by the tabulator machine, but for it to affect the tally within the machine. That means that ESNS machines are not calibrated enough to tell the difference between a real or fake ballot. Robert Garris is a Lee County attorney and a former election manager who also assisted in shaping this bill. Garris says there has only been positive feedback from lawmakers when this bill and the need for it has been presented. Alabama is currently only one of six states that still does not have any mechanism in place for a post-election audit in precincts and counties. Well, more Methodist congregations here in Alabama are making an exodus from the United Methodist Church denomination. About two weeks ago, 200 churches in South Alabama made a decision to disaffiliate with the UMC. Now 123 churches in North Alabama have voted to leave the denomination. That brings the total to around 350. The more recent decision to leave the UMC came from congregations within the North Alabama Conference. They held a vote this past Sunday. Churches that are leaving the UMC are either remaining independent afterwards or they're joining another Methodist denomination that has formed as a sort of counter to the UMC. This is all due to certain practices that have been endorsed or tacitly approved within the UMC, such as ordaining women as pastors, supporting federal gun control laws, and more recently, remaining non-committal on enforcing its own bylaws that condemns the homosexual lifestyle and same-sex marriages. There may be more churches that decide to leave the UMC since the deadline for any decisions to disaffiliate can be submitted up until the end of December of this year. Police in Hoover have located the suspect in a Wells Fargo bank robbery. However, that suspect is now dead. Police say that the man took his own life this past Friday as detectives were about to issue a search warrant at his residence. 
Police were aware that the suspect did own a firearm, so the surrounding apartments were evacuated first. The incident happened despite initial attempts from officers to negotiate with the suspect. The identity of the suspect is being withheld at this point in time. Two law enforcement officers were at the right place at the right time to help save a woman's life after her car went into water. Alabama State Trooper Spencer Adkinson and Houston County Deputy Dustin Oswalt were in the area along Highway 84 for a completely different reason when a woman crashed her car into Bear Creek. The two jumped into action by entering the water, immediately breaking the rear window of the car and pulling the woman out. The driver is expected to make a full recovery. And a story that is in keeping with the recent Mother's Day celebration that we just had. A new maternity home is opening up in Chilton County for pregnant women who are in need. The Salas Oasis House of Hope Restoration is a further expansion of the CareNet of Chilton County. CareNet is an organization that already offers free ultrasounds and other resources so that a woman will choose life for their unborn child. This new home will help provide a place for women who are in a crisis pregnancy And it starts out with eight rooms for women. Sailor's Oasis will also provide life skill training, group counseling, job training, Bible study, and education classes. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a federal judge has ruled against the Biden administration as the U.S.-Mexico border crisis is being addressed through lawsuits. U.S. District Court Judge Kent Weatherell denied a request from the Biden administration to undo the block that he already put in place that prohibits illegal migrants from being released into the U.S. without a court date. The judge indicated that the Department of Homeland Security is misusing the practice of paroling illegal migrants into the U.S. without a hearing set on the migrants' asylum claims the memo from the Border Patrol Agency was released the day after Title 42 came to an end and in the memo it said that issuing parole was an option if there is a surge in border crossings. This parole that they were approving does not require that the illegal alien get a registration number or a court date. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody is the one who launched this lawsuit and commended the judge for the ruling, saying that he has placed the blame on this border crisis right where it belongs, and that is with the Biden administration. Also happening in the U.S. House regarding this issue, a border security bill that was crafted by Republicans has passed the House, will head to the Senate. Florida Congressman Byron Donald spoke about it on Fox News. What's happening now is because of Joe Biden's recklessness, his desire when he became president just to rip up all the Trump era policies that actually had our border secure. And now they're scrambling to find a solution to the crisis that Joe Biden created. Police in New York City took a former Marine into custody over the weekend for manslaughter charges involving his actions on a subway. Daniel Penny placed a homeless man named Jordan Neely into a chokehold on the subway after Neely continued to behave erratically as well as threatening other riders. Neely died afterwards. One 66-year-old woman was on that subway and spoke to the New York Post anonymously, saying that she is praying for Penny and hopes he has a good lawyer. The woman told the New York Post that Penny did not initially engage with Neely despite his profanity-filled rant on the subway. It wasn't until Neely got out of hand that Penny stepped in. The woman, along with other witnesses, say that they all went down to the New York police precinct to vouch for Penny and what they witnessed. The actions were also caught on cell phone and some of those videos posted to social media. 
Well, one way to get plenty of views during a House hearing is to bring in some prostitutes to testify. That is exactly what Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is seeking to do when it comes to the bad behavior and financial deals of Hunter Biden. Greene is on the House Oversight Committee, and that committee has already uncovered bank records and shell companies that were used to funnel money to the Biden family from foreign countries who were seeking to incur favorable policies from Joe Biden when he was a senator and vice president. Greene says that many of the suspicious activity reports of those bank Bank records involve Hunter Biden making payments to both Ukrainian and Russian hookers that he hired. Green says there's a lot of information to be gained by talking to these prostitutes and where they met up with Hunter and did they accompany him to the White House as well as other places. Green says there are some national security issues at play in this whole scenario since Hunter Biden hired Ukrainian and Russian prostitutes and the U.S. is now currently in a proxy war with Russia in the country of Ukraine. Three teachers in the state of Rhode Island land a victory for health autonomy when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine. The teachers at the Barrington School District were all fired last year for refusing to take the jab based on religious exemptions at the start of the 2021 to 2022 school year. Recently, a settlement has been reached in favor of Stephanie Hines, Brittany DiOrio, and Carrie Thurber. The attorney for all three teachers, Greg Piccarilli, spoke with the Coalition Radio Network. Well, a lot of other people with similar situations have, have gone through this. And hopefully this, uh, what, what we've finally been able to resolve will serve as a kind of a, 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 an example of how others should be vindicated the same way. The teachers will return to their positions, receive back pay along with $33,000 each, and their termination records will be expunged. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 